Hey guys, welcome back to the Where Joe and the Curls podcast. I have some great news. We have officially ranked in Germany. Germany became the 11th country with a ranking of number 86. And this is all special to me because Germany has been the top three countries where I received the most downloads in. So, danke, gracias, thank you. And I'm hoping that I pronounced that right. I am hoping to also one day get to visit the country of Germany and just explore and have a great experience there. But whenever the universe is ready for me to experience that, I know that it will take me there. Now, I was recently asked to be a guest in one of my good virtual friends podcast and one of the questions that he asked was how did my spiritual journey begin and although it is a beautiful story and I'll save that for later down the line I do want to say that it all really began with me raising my consciousness and becoming aware of all the problems that I was creating for myself Les Brown says, if you're not in a problem, you just got out of one or you're headed towards one. And that that was exactly the problem. That I was in too many problems. And not problems like real life problems, like how people face homelessness, starvation. You know, I wasn't diagnosed with a terminal illness. I was able to pay all my bills. I had a loving family. So all these problems that I was creating was like drama, gossip. Things that I gave my energy to that drained me. These weren't real life problems that I couldn't handle. I was causing problems around me because of my perception of the world. My perception of of the things around me. So that's when I decided that I needed to change. When I realized that I was the problem. And I know that this is hard for a lot of people. We don't ever want to blame ourselves. So I don't know if you've ever sat down in a group with your friends and you're telling them about what your partner did to you you never really tell them what you did you always pick them um you always pick them apart and you always blame everything on them even though we most likely started it and if we didn't start it we contributed to it we allowed it we ignited it or when we're talking about a friend who hurt us we never really say what we did prior to that so here i am telling you how I was the problem so it's story time and this story begins exactly how most of our other encounters began with a hey big head text how we did our outreach when our emotions took over and we missed the other when summer was beginning when we could no longer take the emptiness we felt without each other a few picnics alcohol in our systems and a quite a few sex sessions later we're on a flight to St. Martin. <laughs> now, St. Martin is divided between the French and the Dutch, but it feels like a Jamaican and a Dominican got together and birthed it. I was at an absolute high because if you know me, I am Dominican, but I do feel like in my other life, I was Jamaican. Because 
who doesn't want to hear reggae and bachata all the time like that's literally my top two music genres on my playlist i'm either in jamaica or in dr and you know this because i've said this before i stood at an ultimate high when we returned back but subconsciously my old habits started kicking in because i couldn't believe that he was finally the person that i had been expecting sweet kind loving adventurous brought me breakfast in bed just to name a few i can't really remember much but i remember the event that led to our downfall some shorts we were drinking at a rooftop bar in jersey when he asked if i wanted to go to his grandmother's house i had booty shorts on and a white crop top that i could have swore you could have seen my nipples if you looked too long i wanted a change I felt that this clothing was to be worn around him, not his family members. We argued about him. He wanted me to keep the shorts, but I wanted them off. A few weeks later, I was really calling it off. As I rode the bus through 14th Street, I sent him a message saying to never contact me again. I was running away. His response? <laughs> you read all these damn books and don't apply it. I wanted to laugh, but my ego wouldn't let me. Instead, I left it as is. The message would come back later to me, to haunt me, to inspire me, and to encourage me to reach back out with the same Hey Big Head text. But we will continue that story for later. I could have blamed him, and probably parts of me wanted to, or did, but this time I was solely to blame. I could no longer tell my friends that it was because of something he did or didn't do. I started it, I ended it, and that was my problem. I don't know where I picked it up from, but since a young girl, I've been solving my problems by walking or running away. That was the start of me taking responsibilities for my actions. For starters, I wanted him to be the things that I couldn't be. I spoke about him to people that never told me, well, Joe, maybe you are the problem. Maybe you should change. I didn't take inventory of my faults, and if I did, I brushed past them and said, well, he should have still done X, Y, Z. I blamed him for not being loving enough when I didn't give him anything to love. I blamed him for not communicating when I would either curse him out or shut down. I was tired. I was tired of the same patterns, patterns I was creating, problems I was starting. But it wasn't until later, months later, that his message hit me. You read all these damn books and don't apply. Fuck, that hurt me. After I sent that message and we stopped talking, I can't say that I felt sorry. I can't say that I felt bad until months later when that lesson really kicked in, when the universe was trying to prove itself. And when you're doing the work, you start realizing that you are the problem. And I'm gonna tell you this because I don't care who's hurt you. I don't care why you walk around blaming your personality. I don't care how your parents treated you. I don't care anything that happened to you in your past why because you are solely responsible for who you turned out to be men use that often as an excuse as to why they cheat on women and i'm not just saying that men are the cheaters because women cheat too but a lot of men use this as an excuse well she broke my heart she played me she did this that's why i'm a shitty person no you're a shitty person because you want to be Growing up without a dad doesn't excuse your behavior for being absent to your kids. Doesn't excuse you for treating men 
in a shitty way like I was doing where I would blame them. I would have trust issues when nobody really hurt me no consciously that I'm aware of. Nobody cheated on me. So why was I having all these trust issues and blaming them for lying because I suspected it or thought that they would walk away before it? before they even had the chance to think about it. Growing up in a home that displays domestic violence does not excuse you for being violent or abusive towards others. Just like you being bullied does not excuse you from bullying others. It's just not an excuse. Someone recently had told me, they're like, oh yeah, I'm an angry person. I'm an angry person because I went to jail. No. You're an angry person because you choose to be angry. You choose to look at your problems through those lenses of where you're angry and that's how you react. And that's exactly what I started telling myself. I didn't blame people for them triggering me. I didn't blame the food that I was consuming for getting me fat. I wasn't blaming the train when the train was late or when I got to work late. I wasn't blaming all these external things. I was blaming it on myself. Why? Because yes, X, Y, and Z happened, but I allowed all those things to control me. I can't control what happens outside of me. I can only control what I and how I react to these things. I can't control your attitude. I can't control your mental health space. I can't control your energy. I can't control that you don't want to see me, that you don't want to be around me. I can't control someone being negative, abusive. I cannot control these things because those are yours to control. I can't control your level of consciousness, your emotions. I can't control how I make you feel. I can only control who I am, who I show up to be. So because I wasn't in control of my emotions, I was the problem to myself. And I've said this before and I'll keep on telling you. When you have this negative mindset lens, everything negative happens to you because you are attracting it. So notice how it's usually the negative people that negative things happen to. It's because they're constantly putting out bad energy into the world and that's what you receive. So that's what I was getting. Because I was the negative person, because I was the one creating conflicts, that's what happened. The universe kept throwing me conflicts, kept throwing me problems. And until I didn't shift those lenses from looking at it as a problem-based and focusing more on solution, okay, that's a problem, what's the solution? That is when my life really took off. Then now every problem that I've encountered, I'm like, okay, well, it has a solution. But there's also that upper happiness limit that we don't often talk about. And I think it's important to share. We all have this upper happiness limit. And that's the amount or the limit that we get to allow ourselves to be happy before we go on a path of self-destruction. When a lover feels too good for us, we start ruining it because we're like, this feels too good to be true. When you find $100 on the floor, you're like, okay, but there's something bad coming after this. We're usually looking for the negative things. We're at an ultimate high, but we're waiting for that downfall because we don't allow ourselves to feel. We don't wanna feel happier than what we're currently feeling. Once I reached that upper happiness limit, I would wait around for the bad things in life to happen. I would wait for the person to be like, to call it off. Or I would call it off before they had the chance. We literally start looking for the butts because we're so accustomed to negative things unhealthy things that bad pattern to repeat like i know that i've met some good guys and i'll be like hmm he probably got a small one is what keeps us in the cycle of trauma because we begin creating problems because we don't know how to live a normal life we don't know how to have healthy relationships we always say it's too good to be true 
And in reality, it's not. It's just that we're so used to the trauma, the wounds, the hurt, the abuse, the failures, that once we start experiencing something really good, we just automatically look for something to destroy it. I wasn't only doing that with this relationship. I've done that with so many of mine. And I say so many like I've been in so many, but I've been in four, I believe. And I literally ended all four of them. Like literally, I was so picky. I would look for a downfall right away. I would be like, okay, he dropped his fork. It's time to go. Or yeah, he's on his phone too much. Or like just little things. I would always find little things. Because I subconsciously did not want to get close to people. I'm like, if I get close to people, then that means it's going to end. And I would do this with friendships too. I would always put up a wall and allow them to get in to a certain amount. After I saw them surpassing it, I withdrew myself. But like I said in the change the water episode, we have to be different. We cannot let our environment, we cannot let people around us, we cannot let events change who we are in a negative way. We have to stay true to ourselves while also realizing that most of the times we are the problem. We attract these people. There's a reason why we, we keep attracting the same people. There's a reason why we keep going through the same things. It's because there's a lesson in there for us to learn. I want to end it with a quote from The Mountain Is You. It says, we reach a breaking point when we finally accept that the problem isn't how the world is. It is how we are. If you really want to change your life, let yourself be consumed with rage. Not towards others, not with the world, but within yourself. I know that it is hard. Now, this is me speaking. I know that it is hard for us to blame ourselves. It's so much easier to blame others, to find others as the reason. But like I said in the last episode, the problem with our list is that we're usually not on it. We want to blame the government, society, our parents, our friends, our lovers. But there comes a time where you have to look inward and start pointing at yourself you can't expect others to give you what you don't have and that was me i was expecting this man to be so much more for me than what i was for myself i expected him to love me way more than i loved myself i expected him to motivate me and encourage me and push me when i didn't have that or i didn't believe in myself and in order for change real change to come in you have to believe that there is a higher version of you inside of yourself and act like that person. Show up as that person before you become that person. Rip up all those lips and expectations that you have of other people if you do not match what you're asking for. It's just like these jobs nowadays. They expect us to have 10 years of experience just to pay us 50000 a year. That doesn't add up, right? It doesn't. That's exactly what you're doing to other people. That's exactly what you do when you blame everybody else but yourself. Your expectations of others is not matching who you are. And shit, if you're being a great person and you got it all going on, and you do truly believe other people are the problem, then let them go. Get yourself out of those problems. Get yourself out of those situations. Because literally every single problem has a solution. And if it doesn't, then why are you worried about it? No more hitting our upper happiness limit and stopping there. No. We need to stop living with these unhealthy patterns, unhealthy habits, unhealthy mindset of it's just who I am. I didn't know any better. 
Or they did this to me, so this is why I am this way. No, you choose that. You choose to be angry. You choose to be happy. You choose to be joyful. You choose to be peace. You choose to be at war with yourself, with others. This is all a choice. And until you don't bring up your consciousness and realize, I am contributing. I am the common denominator. I need to fix this. I need to stop this. Then your life will give you the same results that you've been getting. And that's what, I, that's what I wanted to break out of. I no longer wanted to be in unhealthy relationships. I no longer wanted to be that unhealthy person. And not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. I wanted it to continue to show up as my best version. Because I got to meet her. And I'm like, I want to be her every day. Like I told you guys before, I used to walk around the world so mad. Any little thing would set me off. Now it takes a lot. And even then, I'm like, okay, let me process this. Let me see why I am upset. I don't go and try to blame the other person right away. Because it's that much easier to just blame other people. But sometimes, really, the fault is our is ours. Now, I know I said that I wanted to end it. But I do want to ask you. I, I made this my goal. And I'm hoping that one of you can help me. I want to sit down... And have a Zoom call with one of you listeners. From wherever you are in the world. We can drink a little cup of coffee or tea together. And I want to hear your stories. I want to hear how you found this podcast. How you relate. How you don't relate. What made you laugh. What made you cry. What made you angry. I want to build more meaningful connections. So I have put this on my vision board. For the upcoming year or this year. To get to know one of you. So please, if you're listening to this, please do an outreach. I always leave my email and my Instagram on the episode details. I would love to connect with you. And in case nobody has told you today, you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are amazing. You are capable of doing anything that you put your mind to. Your biggest limitation in life is you and your mind. And you will free yourself from those negative thoughts from those negative actions you will break the cycle and you will become your best version thank you guys